0: Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer, coming to you live from the McKinsey Valley, from the Portland area, from Eugene, Springfield, and from Livingston, Montana. And yes, if you're noticing, and you should, um, unless you're blind, I found a new barber. And joining me now is my hair specialist, Kim Stark. Look at that. <laughs> He, really I am impressed,
1: it, Rick, that you found that in Montana. I could not have duplicated that if I tried. You know, so.
0: His name's Quinn, and he has his own shop, and he has all the t- everybody that's coming in today written on the board. And then I went to my, uh, you know, I used to always go to the coffee shop in Eugene. I'd go to yeah. the city and Lisa, and everybody in there knew me, and it was like kind of old home week, you know. And <laughs> every morning I started. I haven't done that since I'm here, so I went in yesterday, and this lady made a really great cup of coffee. She's, you know, kind of closer to my age or something. And today, so I walked in. And standing at the counter, she helps the lady in front of me. She walks away and she looks at me and she's already making this drink. And she says, "Uh, that's a double shot decaf almond milk latte with two stevia. And I went, you're good. She goes, you came in twice. I know you like my coffee. And I said, I feel like I found (laughs) my love. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive you're finding like was, the best people in montana right there i was
0: stunned i was like really shocked that she did that That she knew so much so yes. anyway kim you got some fun stuff coming up up the mckenzie things are going on and lots of I fun know. things happen on the mckenzie river this summer
1: oh my gosh and it's such a beautiful day here just like there so we have perfect weather for this um yes it's gorgeous i think it's supposed to rain this weekend but you know how it is today we're enjoying so yeah
0: and Bill London's going to start us off in just a couple of minutes. And he's got a couple rants, people, that if you're like uh-huh. a Bill London rant friend, um, you're going to love this. And then my brother from another mother, Ben Idle from Free Oregon, <laughs> is going to be joining us. Um, his hair's on point, but he just got off a motorcycle, so it's not quite up to standard. Yeah, though. yeah. But you know no what? We're going to let him come on too. anyway, just because, you know, he's a good guy. But I called Ben because I'm thinking, Free Oregon, okay, the mandates are over, so isn't everything over? But mm-mm. Well, we're going to find out what Free Oregon is doing and that kind of thing. And uh, Bill has some news for us. And then we've got our sponsors, Mercury Metal Design and Fabrication. They're one of our sponsors. I put together a little video that's going to play tonight. And uh, Rosa Real Estate Group. Uh, Derek has a home. And the picture, unfortunately, didn't show up, but it's along the McKinsey. Oh, Oh, Judy's a a, um, realtor, one of our guests. Uh, they're going, Judy. Judy, who? who, who yeah, yeah, she's on the she's right like here team. in my green room. Um, but there's a home for, uh, that he's going to put on there with 40 acres and timber and a a fixer, it's a manufactured home. But uh, there's it's a good deal. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then Chris Dental Family Dentistry, mm-hmm. where everyone is welcome. Is invited.
2: This Doctor Michael Brown from Chris Dental. For all those of you that sat back and did nothing while our civil liberties were taken away from us the last two years, shame on you. Shame on you for not fighting for our kids to be back at school and not having to wear masks. Shame on you for buying into political science, not actual science. For all those who did nothing next time, and there will be a next time, don't be complacent.
0: Actually fight back. You know, Michael doesn't say what he thinks. No, it not at all. Me really crazy. I never <laughs> know where he's coming from.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's I he sent has that, the best commercials. So.
0: I sent that ad. He wanted to do some advertising on Lars Larson. So I sent Lars Larson that ad and he put oh. him on the show put it on the show that day. <laughs> oh that's awesome because <laughs> he loved what he was doing I so bet, I'm gonna yeah. start with Bill London because he's got some stuff going on so we'll start the roll show Kim you'll be back in just a minute and then we'll have Judy at the end talking about stuff going on the McKinsey so if you guys are sitting at home right now and you're watching um share this right now on your page because sometimes YouTube doesn't like me or not YouTube YouTube doesn't like me at all sometimes <laughs> Facebook doesn't like me and so you're anything you do we pay them to push it forward but they're still me not very nice yeah, people.
1: They're not very nice to you. No.
0: And so if you put if you share it, it really does help us. So let's get the open going and then we'll get to Bill London. And by that time, we'll have something really to talk about. <laughs> Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the
3: lion out. Bring the bring
0: the lion. Um tonight on our show, we're gonna have. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun? That you get to comment on the news. There's a cost. Oh, yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun, is because.
4: We'll see it fly. This is Radio 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, host of the Wake Up Call heard on this fine radio station every Monday through Friday morning, 6 a.m. to 9. And uh, by the way, you can listen to us on the stream at kpnw.com. You click on that listen now thing, like now, now you listen. Speaking of my radio station, um, Timber Unity is having a debate and this is going to be the largest debate of Republicans running in the primary to have a chance to take on the Democratic nominee in the general election for the governor's seat. Uh, Tonight's debate is going to be focused on natural resources. It's going to be held at 6 p.m. our time. We're going to be running the thing unless again something hideous occurs. But what I find is a sad state of affairs, is when you have dissatisfaction with Salem, as high as it is, and all of the polling shows this, what's disturbing is that legacy media has dropped the ball when it comes to the gubernatorial primaries. Now, KATU in Portland, a television station there, was going to run some debates, but they wanted to limit How many of those candidates could actually be seen on television and when they received pushback on it they just cancelled the whole thing and said well we'll just we'll just focus on the general elections for me that is legacy media doing a disservice to oregonians i mean it should tell you something that when you have two well-known democrats in the state in the primaries namely former House Speaker Tina Kotek and current State Treasurer Tobias Reid, facing 15 other Democrats in the primaries, it should tell you, even among Democrats, they don't like the status quo and where the state is going. And you have to ask the question, what is the legacy media in this state actually doing? This should be one of the most important elections in Oregon in a long time and treated like that. But our mainstream media here just seems to be ignoring it. Apparently there's just not enough cat stories. All right, speaking of elections, voters in Oregon have until April 26th to register to vote in Oregon if they're not already for the May 17th primary or change their party affiliation. Now, the reason I bring that up is because non-affiliated voters now in Oregon outnumber Democratic uh, voters and Republican voters. They are the number one voting block in the state of Oregon. But the thing is, both the Democrats and the Republicans conduct what they call closed primaries for governor meaning that you have to be registered as a Democrat to vote in the Democratic primary, and you have to be registered as a Republican to vote in the Republican primary. The problem here is if you're unaffiliated, you have really very little say, well, none in any of the partisan races for the primaries. So they have until April 26th now to actually register if they want to change and vote in the primary. They're going to have to do it before then. It's expected that Oregon counties are going to be mailing out ballots to voters in the state between April 27th and May 3rd, and there's a change this year. Used to be, because Oregon is a mail-in state, that you either had to drop your ballot in a ballot box by 8 p.m. or the envelope with your ballot had to be in to the elections division by 8 p.m., in this case, on May 17th. The legislature has changed that. As long as your ballot is postmarked by 8 p.m. on May 17th, it will still be counted. But anything that's not mailed in is gonna have to be dropped by a ballot box. So remember Cover Oregon, the $300 million website to sign people up for the Affordable Care Act that never signed a single person up in Oregon and was a dismal failure. Well, that system was set up to do not only the Affordable Care Act, but take care of all other social services like SNAP, like, for instance, child care payments and Medicaid. Well, it didn't work then, and apparently the same concept is not working now. An Oregon State online enrollment system run by the Department of Human Services that was launched a year ago continues to make thousands of people wait longer than they should for state help, getting, for instance, food, caring for kids, and paying for medical care. As of March 18th, the state had failed to meet federal deadlines in processing more than 8,000 applications. They break down to about 5,500 applications waiting longer than the 45-day deadline for Medicaid, and about 1,500 more had been waiting more than a month to hear whether they were going to be able to get food stamps. Hundreds more were waiting longer than they should have for cash and child care. The average process or the agency process is about 67,000 67, applications a month. The oldest applications for medical and food benefits date back to March of 2021. The department DHS, hasn't provided any details on the maximum length of time that many other applications are past due. So the department launched this what they call online one system a year ago as a one-stop portal to benefit programs, all of the programs in Oregon. Previously, people had to call or go to the DHS office. So it didn't work back for the Affordable Care Act. And while it's working somewhat, it's still not working well now. Does Oregon have anybody working in IT? So environmentalists have claimed that our worsening wildfires are caused by climate change. Well, research by Oregon State University's College of Forestry suggests a new way for forest managers to reduce the costs associated with managing older Douglas fir stands, thinning. Yes, thinning. Something that environmentalists have blocked and fought all the way. Thinning is essentially removing trees in stands to allow more room and resources for other healthier trees. And according to Oregon State, that can result in enough of a financial offset to prompt forest managers to actually grow older stands, 100 years older more, before harvesting them, according to the study. Now, this is what they say. Older stands of trees provide ecosystem services that younger stands do not, like wildlife habitat, diversity of native shrubs and they're much more fire resistant. They say the research shows that study plots subjected to no thinning ended up with trees dying due to overcrowding and becoming wildfire fuel. OSU research searcher John Tappiner said Our work suggests opportunities for managing the hundreds of thousands of acres of young forests on Forest Service and other public lands. He says those lands were managed as tree farms and are currently densely stocked, young stands, both planted and natural, that are not being thinned and are consequently accumulating high volumes of dead trees, also known as wildfire fuels. So inflation has hit another staple. Eggs. Eggs have jumped more than half in recent weeks and it's because of an avian influenza outbreak that is decimating Midwestern flocks even as the industry prepares for higher demand in the approach of Easter. Midwestern farmers have had to kill more than 46 million chickens to try and staunch avian flu. The USDA on April 1st looked at cartoned large white eggs from the Midwest they're priced on average at 247 a dozen. That is 91% more than in March 18th. And there are concerns over potential supply disruptions because of avian influenza outbreaks in commercial flocks. 25 states now report having at least one infected flock. So far, the only Western state affected with the avian influenza is Wyoming, but it's expected to spread to other states. Well, there's your news. Rick, rip it up with some real. Get real, Rick.
0: Bill, that is a really nice shirt you got on tonight. Kim, did you see
1: that? I did notice that. That was impressive. I'm so happy Bill's back with his news that we need.
0: I know. I love his newscast because it's always stuff that you're not going to see. Like, I would not know because I don't watch any other news. But well, true. 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 Stuff that he talks about things that other people aren't going to talk about. So, uh uh-huh. huh. Yeah. He's he's, he's ex- exactly on tonight.
1: Exactly. I get it. I get it. And you know what, Rick? Maybe I should hold on to our chickens and maybe have more. <laughs> this is
0: scary. Bitch, <laughs> your chickens, but don't eat the bunnies, honey.
1: Okay. Okay. Just the. All right. I got a little. Check out
0: this new, since this new little video I put together. For Mercury Metal, one of our. Oh, yes, yeah. so I want to see this. Mercury
3: Metal Design and Fabrication does in the name. We basically fabricate any type of sheet metal. We do any type of structural steel as well. We do chainsaw bar manufacturing. We also do CNC machining, uh, high end laser cutting, uh, form and fab. We also do custom welding of any type of uh, stuff. We do some stuff on site, but not so much. But most everything in house is all custom sheet metal fabrication. But a lot of the stuff we do for like, uh, there's one company I can't really name the customer, but we do large uh, four by four land cruiser type things that go through and that you can live inside of them. They're solar powered, huge tires on them. (laughs) A lot of our stuff is on top of that. So that's good advertisement too. So Lane Community College came in and dropped this off. This was basically an engine mount for a Cessna that was made between 1979 and 1985. So they asked us for a quick replication of it, made out of chromoly steel, exact measurements. So we'll take it, reverse engineer it, produce a bunch of them for them and give them some replicas.
0: Because you can't find those anymore, so they bring you the actual part and you recreate
3: it. Yep, yep. Our reverse engineering process, yeah.
0: That's crazy. Isn't that cool?
1: They're so awesome, they do. And I never even knew half of the stuff they did.
0: No. And so if you had something that you just know, you couldn't, it was a, you know, it's not a knockoff. You can't just find it somewhere. Yeah, They can recreate mm-hmm. that and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's Mercury Metal Design and Fabrication, another one of our awesome sponsors. People. Yeah. So can you remember that Ben Idol guy?
1: <laughs> not,
0: not Billy, not Billy Idol. This is his, his cousin, Ben.
1: This is, your, this is your brother from another mother, actually. Yeah.
0: So Ben is with Free Oregon and he's also running for the state Senate District 19. And Far be it from me for showing my ignorance, but I don't really care anymore. Which district is
2: <laughs> You shouldn't care anymore. Well, you should, because everything that's happening on the West Coast is going east.
0: That's why I came east because I'm trying to stop it, but I'm also Definitely. trying to help like showing people. We had a show last night with a bunch of a couple of uh, guys from Montana, and the question was, why are you so afraid of the red state of having blue State people move in? it was the most interesting conversation because these guys were, one was um, the Democrat and the other guy was a Republican and they don't care about party stuff. They go, this isn't about party. It's about don't come to our state and tell us what to do. And that's what Oregon used to be like. It was like, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, what's best for the community at hand. Mm -hmm. And we've lost that. We've just lost lost that. that. And that's what free Oregon is really trying to do. Isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. It's what we've been trying to do since day one. And, You know, it's crazy. Like this is not about I mean, you would not believe the stuff I've learned as I've entered into the race for a Senate district for the state. Mm. Because um, I'll tell you right now, the Republicans that are in Salem, uh, they would rather have a Democrat in this seat for District 19 than have a Republican they can't control. And I'm a Republican they can't control. And so they're financing my opponent when my opponent Mm. Uh, really isn't positioned at all to beat Rob Wagner, who's the Senate Majority Leader, and that's who we have to take out in District 19.
0: <laughs> See, when I ran, okay, so Kim, when <laughs> I ran for Secretary of State, what I learned really fast because I I was pretty naive, I think. Yeah, I yeah, know, right. The big picture, and so when I'd go in, I'd go in and have a meeting with X company that sponsors Republicans, you know, yep. and they give me five thousand. Then I would find out they gave five thousand to Kate Brown too, and I'm like. Uh, if you want me to win, why don't you yeah. give me 10 and mm-hmm. not give 5, but they hedge their bets. So you have a state that uh, people think it operate. And then the other thing I want to I'll, I'll bring up here is the editorial stuff. Don't trust anything you see on the editorial page coming from people. What they do is they come to you. I didn't I never did this. They come to you and say, "Rick, we're going to write these different pieces and then we'll just find people and and put their name on it and that's what they said." I'm yeah. like, no, you're not. You can't they do, they that. do that to me all the time. Oh, <laughs> like, ben Eddle, like,
2: he said you this. You're like, to who? You're like, to I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to who did I say that to? Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. So Ben, what's the for free Oregon, what is the big topic right now that you're really concerned about?
2: Right now, so right now we are we are coming up on the final stages uh, of the lawsuit that we filed last year in September on behalf of health workers, first responders, teachers uh, and government workers, um, we're going into oral arguments in about a month. And this, this is before three, this is, this is one of our state, uh, our state lawsuits. So we're going to go to the state appellate court, um, in a cut in about a month or so. And we're going to have oral arguments and finalize to determine whether or not the mandate was legal. Uh, we say it was an illegal mandate. The EUA said you, that, that, that the uh, uh, that the, um, I would say the COVID uh, medicine. <laughs> well, I learned my lesson last time, Rick. I'm yeah, sorry. that's right. We'll say COVID medicine. The COVID medicine uh, was, was not to be mandated by the EUA, but the state of Oregon's argument back to us was that it's not a mandate. You don't have to live in Oregon. You don't have to work in the hospital system. It's not a mandate. We're not forcing you to get anything, any kind of medication. So their argument has been that argument all along And so now we're going to go to a panel of appellate court judges who've all been appointed by a Democrat in the last, um, you know, 30 years. And we're going to see if they decide, if these judges decide, if it's not a mandate,
0: because that's what the argument is. You know, when I had Betsy Johnson, who's running as a non-affiliated candidate for governor, I had her on the other night and I said to her, what should happen you know, that I, I saw an article where they're trying to. We're having trouble hiring enough nurses. Because you yeah. fired them all, you dummies. <laughs> and so we, we, what oh. should happen? What should happen to those people that got fired for that? And she goes, "Give them their damn jobs back." Yeah. And, that, and, he, and it's like, yeah, they should all be sucking it up and saying, "Okay, we made a mistake, mm-hmm. and now we don't have enough people to take care of people, and we're going to hire you back." But even in even in state agencies, it's like. You know, we have people here that have know the job, just hire them back and suck up your ego a little bit. Um, Well, you got to understand it is so insane because they did this
2: at a time where they were complaining publicly that we were short on hospital staff. Then they started bringing in uh, nurses and other hospital staff in from other states that didn't have to have the medicine. And I'll tell you this. Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine who works um, in the Salem hospital system, and she showed me, I've got a picture, she has to wear a yellow tag on her name badge to show that she has not taken the COVID medicine. Oh, you know, now, wasn't
0: there a yellow emblem that Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. had to wear when they were in a certain place But we can't say anything about that because then we'd be canceled and people would accuse me of making this something it's not? yeah that's yeah. uh, label people huh. oh, that's interesting Clarity. i also thought it was Crazy. funny when yep. they, they start you know whining about not having employees and and all these people and they're hiring and, and their budgets are sinking because they're telling people don't come to the hospital because you don't want it but now we want you back in the hospital because we're going broke mm-hmm. and yeah well, there's a
2: lot of weird stuff going on oh. look the oha is no longer reporting um cases but they're still making people who didn't get the medicine take mm-hmm. all these accommodations I have another, uh, one, of our, uh, one of our people that's in our lawsuit, is named in our lawsuit, uh, works for Oregon Health Authority and she has to wear what's called a papper And a papper is like a space helmet that, you, that has airflow that filters the air. So she has to walk around oh. in, the, in this space helmet. I'm not kidding you. I got pictures of it, it's crazy. She has to do it every single day. Now it's like a badge of honor, you know? Um, people go to work and they say, no, I'm holding my ground. It's not even about the medicine, it's about my body, my choice. And that's what it's about.
0: Well, Ben, mm-hmm. I wear one of the Pappers, but it's strictly to keep my hair. <laughs> you're supposed to be yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> see you I leave, When I leave here, I mean, uh-huh. you, you know, my yeah. wife's used to it, but when I leave here, I just put it on and yeah. I walk around the house and everything. Uh, oh, Kathy would snow. kick that
1: off your head if you were walking around with that on. You know, teachers, <laughs> it's the same thing. So I have a friend who's subbing who can get the exemption, but then people have literally lost their jobs and those teachers haven't gotten them back. So-
2: yeah, well, what happens is is you get put on unpaid leave if you work in Portland public schools, and so you're you're not fired. Um, but we did a we did a <laughs> you just don't get paid and you can't come to work. Yeah, so you're not and fired they don't need though. teachers
1: or anything, so you know they, they're not doing
2: anything rash. Um, but but they, <laughs> but you know it's it's look this is total insanity. Look the 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 the, the mandate the the medicine mandate uh, still is now permanent. Okay, the state what are the state's arguments because. Uh, you know, they said, of course, it's not a mandate. They came back then because the judges said, No, we're not going to dismiss the case. Okay. It's it's there, you know, because they said it's not a mandate. They tried to dismiss it. Then they came back and said, Hey, you're suing us based on the temporary rules. They're permanent now, so we want to dismiss the case. And we're like, Can we can we change, can we modify the lawsuit to to name the permanent rules? Because these are permanent rules. Just because they stopped now that they now that OHA has stopped recording and reporting cases and deaths and hospitalizations from COVID, they're still forcing people who did not get the medicine uh, to endure these accommodations. And it's insanity, but they're not reporting. So they're like, there isn't any
0: cases. We don't have any cases at the hospital, but we still got to wear our yellow badges. This is crazy. And the media doesn't talk about it and people just want it to go away. And it's like, but I hope what doesn't happen. I hope people remember this. When when they go to the ballot box and start looking at saying, "How did we end up here?" and it's because you need to know who you're voting for and what mm-hmm. you're voting for and mm-hmm. what they're capable of. Because, um, yeah, that's it's crazy. Ben, it's how it's do crazy. people get a hold of you if they want to know more about Free Oregon?
2: If they want to know more about Free Organ, you go to freeorgan.us and you click that join button and you fill out a couple questions and you're a member of Free Organ and then you can go to work politically and you'll be. We'll give you information and all kinds of great stuff and support. And if you want to support me for state senate, you go to benedl.com, b-e-n-e-d-t-l.com. Go there and sign up and volunteer and donate and help out. We got a big fight.
0: All right. Ben, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having One of those things for your hair. It'll help. We'll that I'm
2: going to hit you up after this, man. I'll, yeah. you, you send me a link. I'll, I'll pick some up. I'm going to do,
0: do an infomercial, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> getting worse.
0: Right. And we'll see you later.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Ken.
1: Oh my gosh. Bye. He cracks like me up. He's funny. Yeah. Um, he he has a lot to say. I love his. Yeah. He's, he's so good for I, him and he we need him, so
0: i got to get this ad in real quick for Be- for Derek okay. because they yes. have a house and it's up in McKinsey, four mm-hmm. or five, and they sent me the little sheet, the MLS, but it won't transfer over and I didn't notice it until, so it's like, my bad. Oh, um, gosh. But it's 40 acres, some timber land fixer-up manufactured home, rare opportunity to own this 40-acre piece of coveted land. Tax lots are zoned RR2 and F2 uh, with a manufactured home on it. And I do have up in, in fact. Let me pull this up. I put this together. So this is Derek. How you get a hold of him? And then there's also a site here that you can go and get a little video tour of this property. Oh, okay. um, and yeah. and as everybody knows, Kim knows, Derek once a month um, we do a show on a business uh, of the, our audience's choice. They pick a business and we just go feature a business on that on these folks. You know, do a little a freebie uh, because yeah. Derek pays for it, and then he always gives away like. Coupons and last time mm-hmm. they gave me like $200 worth of stuff. So, yeah, and guy. the Coburg
1: Candy Company, they did that. And yeah, he yeah. does fun, fun things. And yeah.
0: we love having him as a sponsor. So, that's a piece of property. Uh, next time I'll have a picture, and it's my bad. I'm a terrible thing. <laughs> so, Kim, before we get to the McKinsey, you're we have a new cub photo. Oh, oh,
1: oh, this is so funny. Okay. Yeah. So my mom is so funny. So she went and took Everett to practice and I saw on Facebook that we have a new ice cream shop opening at Oakway tomorrow, salt and straw from Portland, which is so delicious. So I go, mom, they say they're opening tomorrow. I'll drive by and see anything. She said, there's a huge line here right now. No, they're, they're literally open. I don't know what's happening. Tried to find info. So I said, mom, get video and look what she did. She did a pretty good job. I think yeah. she's hired.
0: The ducks there. <laughs> So where is it located? I can't see where that's.
1: Okay, so do you remember where the Nike was and where PF Chang's is? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's right there. Look at that. So it's a big location. And look at this line. Do you see the duck in there? That is. In there and that first shot. Yeah. So.
0: What's your mom's first name?
1: Kathy. I know she's. Kathy is really
0: good. Kathy, I gotta tell you, your (laughs) your camera. You need. That's 480, and we need to get her, a, like, an iPhone, something I
1: know. Like super Poor sexy. Thing. And, she's got an she, older phone, but you know what? Look at her. She just did it nice and still. And I,
0: that's. I get I a lot of people, and they come on, and then they, you know, mm-hmm. they're going, yeah, uh, Rick, I'm shooting some video, <laughs> and you're going, yeah. yeah. Yep, you know, yep,
1: I'm, yep I'm I know. Ready. I know. She did a better job than me. Yeah, she's she's hired. So, yeah, my mom got the video. So, if you guys want ice cream, their grand opening is tomorrow, so I thought. But maybe you should just go over there now if you're you new. Know that, that's, you know, I bet
0: cream. that's a soft... That's a soft,
1: opening. soft get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you had salt and straw? There, it's really, yeah.
0: Delicious. My son, every time we go to Portland, yeah. I'm just, sometimes it's mm-hmm. like, what? I don't want raw hamburger flavored. Sometimes it's really weird stuff, you know. No, what I, mean? I know.
1: Yes. It's oh. super strange. Yeah. Okay. Speaking so
0: wonderful places to go. I'm going to let you take this on and go talk to oh, Judy.
1: Okay. Judy's waiting. I know she's in a beautiful area on the Mackenzie. speaking of the Mackenzie, and Judy Cassad is uh, you're, uh, you're also a realtor, aren't you? You kind of, yes, I am
5: with Windermere. Yes.
1: <laughs> Yay. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. So you guys have some fun stuff coming up. We love that the McKinsey is opening back up and that it's looking back to its normal, Mm -hmm. beautiful self. So this weekend, um, you guys are having kind of a little meeting for everybody there to get things going and talking about some upcoming events, right, that you guys hope to, to have in the next year.
5: Right. I'm the secretary of the Chamber of Commerce here in McKinsey River, and we are holding our annual membership meeting on Sunday. And this is an opportunity for many of our regular business owners to participate and mingle and meet new friends. But it's also an opportunity for any business out there, even a service provider. There's a lot of service providers coming through our valley, helping out with the rebuilding process. And if they want their business to have more presence, the chamber is a really good venue for them to um, get involved with. So if you're interested in joining us at our event this weekend. It's Sunday, and we're going to have a taste of the Mackenzie for our guests. And if you are interested, you must uh, RSVP. You can RSVP me, judy at windermere.com. And um, some of the events that we are featuring this year, this uh, 2022 season, we're launching um, with our meeting, of course. Uh, The Wooden Boat Festival is coming up here this month on the 23rd. And the Tokati in July, the Tokati anniversary celebration with fireworks.
4: Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. Rick has these events events hosted for
5: us. Okay. Right. The lavender bloom is always a wonderful Mm. event. And of course, the Chainsaw and Arts Festival has been moved to next year, July 2023, because they are going to be helping facilitate the the world athletic games one of the teams oh, we, wow. um, using our track and field for their practice and i believe it's the team from ireland so that's going to be a lot of fun wow um, the walterville fair in the september month and also of course our christmas bazaar but you can find out about our events and all kinds of little community events of course mckenzie has at least nine or ten communities from cedar flat all the way to mckenzie bridge so there's yeah. a lot of events that happen through the year
0: so tell Kim more about the Walter Bear Waddle.
5: Yes, please. I know. I was going to ask. It's, it's a really great name for a, uh, a race. And it's, it's, anybody can join up and, and do it. And quite frankly, I don't know all the details, but it's, it's somewhere between two to five miles. You can walk or run it, but it's called oh. the, the Waddle. Oh. And you don't waddle like Rick was doing. Okay, I hope not. <laughs> that looks scary. I couldn't waddle
0: for five miles. That would be hard. Can you imagine your quads. That would
5: be that fast walking movement, right? Yes. <laughs> uh huh.
0: See Judy does it. See Cam uh-huh. and Me, she was like. <laughs> She's got her moves going on She there, knows exactly you
5: know. yeah. how it goes. Yeah, you protect your and hips that's what or something. it would be for me these days after all the sitting around that I do. <laughs> um, but they are going to be starting at the Walterville Grange in Walterville okay. at 8 a.m. on September the 10th. So all of this information you can find on the Chamber website, mckenziechamber.com.
0: And Judy, I think what people sometimes don't understand is, like, you know, like even now, you're still at the, the the valley's still recovering from the fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people are always thinking of, oh, well, what can I do to give to this organization to or that organization? What a really great thing you can do is go do business up there. Go do lunch mm-hmm. at Tea or go have mm-hmm. play golf and then go to Takotas mm-hmm. and have lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, go with your kids and have a picnic, and then stop at some of the places and and, mm-hmm. and do some business. That's right. uh, that's a really concrete way you can help restore the valley um you know yes. and
5: blue yeah. river got hit really hard of course many uh many residents from the holiday farm fire in rainbow all the way to Lieber dam got mm. hit but um, the town of blue river the business section got completely devastated and my husband's on the board of the park in blue river and we have designs that are being uh brought to us from a graduate of the UW. And so it's really exciting to see what the plans are. It's going to be a phenomenal park for friends and family and and people to come to and enjoy. So that, again, is uh, BlueRiverPark.com if anybody wants to see what's going on.
0: And can I ask you one more thing, just because we have you here? What's going on with the hatchery? Isn't there some big to-do going to happen with the hatchery there?
5: Um, I'm not sure what's happening with the hatchery, but I do know that we're looking forward to a discovery center at the old Gosh. hatchery building, oh, and that's okay. across from the uh, Lieberg Dam, I believe. That area, mm, and mm-hmm. that when that event, when that venue comes, um, comes, it finally gets built, and and it's going to draw a lot of tourists from all mm. over. It's going to be a quite similar to a disney style or in bend they have the high desert museum mm-hmm. where it's interactive and mm-hmm. so it's excellent for children and people wow. who want to learn about the drift boats and the fisheries uh the different wildlife in the area a really good um learning environment for for friends for family and, and children and that sounds so fun. people want to know more about the drift boats and fishing in the mckenzie
1: field trips Field trip's
5: coming yes. our way. Here you
0: go. <laughs> Judy, thank you for being with us tonight. That's awesome. We we're all Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> you're
5: happening. Oh,
0: Thanks, you're
1: Judy. Welcome. Yeah. We'll bug her again, for sure. She's a wealth of knowledge over there. And I love that. It looks so much better over there, too. And oh. it, to see all that happening, finally, it was just so devastating driving through, through there right together. away.
0: Yeah. They all came together and worked really hard. Mm-hmm. And they're still working mm-hmm. really hard. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I went up and did a story on two uh, now friends of mine, and they were planting mums. Um, Oh, yeah, that they were just planting mums. And Mm I love that because um, it was just kind of restoring people. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's my old neighborhood. So I we we'll yeah. always have a fondness for um, that, that beautiful river we have. Well, Kim, yeah, what, point you point. what you got planned with the, those, little, those little twins this weekend? Okay,
1: well, we have soccer games this weekend um, and a birthday party. So, I mean, between that, you know, hopefully it's not too bad of weather. We'll probably have some inside stuff, too. But,
0: <laughs> but on, yeah, I definitely have, busy. Hey, Judy, you're still there. Judy, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. Um, Tom Tom Hunt wants to know, when is it expected to open the um, Discovery Center? Is there like a projected date? Oh,
5: boy. Um, I should know. I'm on the tourism committee from time to time. Um, I don't recall exactly. Um, It's a matter of getting all the funds for it. And I believe we're getting closer to that goal. Um,
0: You know what? Hopefully. If you you find out like a timeline or something like that, just email Kim or me. Let me know, and then yeah. I'll just put it on one of my mm-hmm. shows and just give you a little promotion and tell people what's going on.
5: That sounds great. Mm-hmm. We're also having some uh, a new music festival coming to the McKinsey area, so that'll be happening sure. in June. So we'll keep you keep you abreast of what's coming oh, up. Well, let
0: us know, because Kim, we'll do a show with you when you have well, the would love, We
5: would love
1: Perfect. that.
0: Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Okay, great. Thanks, Judy. <laughs> I'm glad. I'll go up. Care. I'll
1: go up and sing. I'll go do some karaoke. I'm sure that's what they want.
0: <laughs> no, um, but that's
1: exciting I'm that they have so sure much coming.
0: <laughs> you Mike. singing anything <laughs>
1: oh i know like, i know it's
0: true I, I um now here's <laughs> okay Matt, i'll have
1: the kids do it they'll have the Matt kids
0: so many oh, things. I, I feel your pain, Kim. Vancouver, mm-hmm. Austin last weekend and Portland is
1: mm. Oh my gosh. I know those days are coming, Matt, right? So far we're not driving, but I know that's right around the corner.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you have fun. My children are all grown up and I don't have to do yes. that.
1: anymore. <laughs> your boys are all grown up now. I know, but now you've had baby bunnies and now we're at there doing that. So we're going to yep. have to show you. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll well, I'll too. help you okay. with that too. All right. Kim, <laughs> see you later.
1: Okay. Bye guys.
0: That woman works so hard for us. Um, we're glad to have her. And I'm, and we're really glad to have you guys, too. So, yeah, I miss Oregon. Um, but I don't feel like I'm gone. I'm coming back at the end of the month because I'm doing a big video for a family in town. And I'll be back there for about a week. Um, but, yeah, if you guys, any of you guys have things going on um, or events or you know of things going on, let Kim and me know. Because that's what we want to promote is Oregon and what you're doing. And I'm going to start getting some stuff here from Montana just to show you what's going on here too. Because you know what we're trying to do a little bit is we're all one big place. Um, what happens in Oregon somehow affects Montana. Montana, Idaho, Washington. We're all just a big community of people. And I think sometimes we get so locked into our little areas. Sometimes we forget that um, there's people outside of our area that some think differently and some think the same. And it's really healthy to see that. So that's what we're gonna to hope to bring you. So anyway. Well, have a good night. We're not here tomorrow. We're back on Monday and we'll have a whole new. In fact, what we're going to do on Monday is I have a woman who's I've finally gotten somebody to come on and do this. Um, she's been catfished uh, by someone using my picture and she gave them a one hundred thousand dollars and she's trying to get that back. But we're going to talk about how they do this and what they do. And it's a huge problem. And you need to be very careful because um, a lot of women get taken by that and men, too. Um, So you need to be very careful. So we'll have that on Monday. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Share this on your page, please, so other people see it, okay? Okay, I can tell if you don't. I can.
5: (laughs) See you later.